Good morning. Today is Wednesday, January 10th. I am your host, Dina Joe, coming to you live from the DJD Studios. I'm the PPQAD Studios, located in the Mile High City, Colorado. Welcome to the program. It's so great to have you with me today. Um, if you're listening on the download, thank you so much. Uh, I understand how valuable your time is. Um, hit that follow button so you can join us live sometime. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7:45 a.m. And I have the best people in the chat, um, like BP and Yancey. Oh, so weird. Podbean wasn't showing your pictures. Like it just said your names, and all the circles were missing. Okay. <laughs> now they're starting to come up. That's strange. Um, Oh yeah, something's weird going on because now it's showing Yancey's face on Chris's profile. Hi Chris! <laughs> How are you? Something's going on today. I hope you guys are doing well. What is in here? I'm having a good um, start to the new year. Oh, that is so weird. And it's not letting me... Uh, uh okay. <laughs> Chris, three times. <laughs> this is, something's going on here. And now it's not. Okay. Hi there. Finally. <laughs> I don't know why. Every time it seems like I come on, there's something going on with um, Podbean. It's weird. Hi, Moon. How are you? It's not letting me. Now, watch. It's going to show it like four or five times. No, it didn't. It's not letting me. Um, like send highs to everybody. It's weird. I'm not gonna start over either. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna get into this. Um, the weather everywhere is kind of uh, cold and chilly. Um, I don't know where it's at. Like we, for you, Yancy, if you guys have gotten the snow yet. But man, we're supposed. To, and I thought you guys were getting really cold weather too. Um, it's cold and windy right now. It's, they say it is 23 and clear here in Denver, but it feels like minus 6, which I would agree. It does feel like minus 6. Um, but it's supposed to be colder, uh, closer to the weekend. It's supposed to be really cold. Turn this down a little bit. Uh, so, and everybody seems to have warnings. <laughs> um, for, uh, my uh, family out there in well in Ontario, um, it's 35 and like rain and snow and you have a rainfall warning in effect um they're saying the ground is frozen and the rain has nowhere to go so be prepared for that for my friend um bp your weather was weird too because it said that it's 34 cloudy but and that you would have a high of 37 but then on the graph it shows that you're supposed to be getting snow around 9 30 in the morning so I don't know, maybe you'll get snow, maybe not, but you're under a wind advisory. Um, and then for Arizona, let's see, for Tucson, um, you're under a wind advisory and 34 and clear. Um, expect gusty winds, they could be anywhere up to 55 miles per hour, dang. Phoenix, 33 and clear, sunny skies, freeze warning, you guys are under. Um, Mike, Michael, you guys are still under a flood warning. Goodness gracious. Um, yeah, it's everywhere. You look real quick at something. 
moving is slow. Lovely. Well, Mike, you're under flood warning. I wanted to bring it up, but it's not, um, not cooperating with me right now. So I can't bring up the exact uh, warning for you. But what is going on? Why it's not changing? And I even tried to bring up another there as well in Ontario. You're probably wondering, why does this girl look at all the different weather in all these different places? Um, I'm trying to bring up coffee. There's Coffeeville. Um, because I wanted to see if you it just says it's it's cold outside. Yeah. And it says it's 28 and cold outside. God, these things are so stupid. I could do I, mean, I could go outside and say it's cold outside. Anyway, everybody's under warnings. Be careful out there. It's cold right about now. Um tomorrow, um Bam Bam, who's not in here, Tuttles and I are bringing back connecting movies and their soundtracks um we'll be watching um walk the line the johnny cash movie um which we do is it's kind of hard uh we we watch it at our separate homes and then we have a live cast while we're chatting and watching the movie on podbean so do that if you kind of want to join us it's fun and then um, I'm going to start with the word of the day. And it's achieve, um, successfully bring about or reach a desired object level or result by an effort, skill, or courage. Okay? So I have a couple quotes. Nothing in the world is worth having or worth doing unless it means effort, pain, difficulty. I have never in my life envied a human, not a woman, a human being who led an easy life. I have um, a, a great many people who led difficult lives and led them well. And that's right, Theodore Roosevelt. Another one that I had is there is only one thing that makes the dream impossible to achieve, and that is the fear of failure. So, and that's followed Coco. And before Nancy has to go, um, if anybody isn't following him, click on his profile so you can listen to I always have you guys at the end of the show, but I haven't said that in a while. I wanted to say that. So what does it mean to achieve? To want to achieve something means to have a strong desire to accomplish a particular goal or objective. It is the first step towards planning for the future and plays a fundamental role in the developmental development of skills in various facets of life, from work to relationships and everything in between. Achieving goals in any aspect of life and self-esteem, self-efficiency, leading to improvements in confidence and well-being. On Friday, I spoke about picking um, a word for the year uh, instead of, you know, some people just hate resolutions. So picking a word for the year. Um, what do you want to achieve with that word? Um, be stronger? Be braver? How do you achieve that thing you want in 2024? First, you need to think of the word or goal that you want to achieve. If it's a goal, think about the first set of small attainable goals. Um, with goals, it's great to have big ambitious goals, but those are always longer and harder to reach. Start 
break it down, break that hard gold band up into the little tube of gold holes, and pretty soon you'll be there. Um, to mini goals, each time you have a mastered the mini goal and are able to cross it off your list, it keeps you motivated and brings you closer to achieving that bigger goal. You need to understand your goal and word, goal or word that you picked. Be very clear and specific with your goal. If, um, if it helps to continue to give you that motivation you need to order to keep going, do this for you and only you. And that's what your goal should be for, just for you. Don't do it for anybody else for yourself. Be selfish in that way. Um, again, break down that larger goal. Having a goal that you can measure will help you stay on track. If you're setting a timeline like losing 25 pounds in three months, Give yourself extra time. Studies have shown that giving yourself extra time, adding an extra 25% to your deadline is helpful to achieving goals. Um, do not focus on your past failures. It's normal in life to go through ups and downs. Failing is one of the best ways to learn something, but you don't have to dwell on it. Um, remove any obstacles before you start. Think what could prevent me from achieving this goal. Write down what you think your obstacles are. Any excuses or fears as well as how you will knock those obstacles on their butt once they come up. If you plan ahead that you're going to have them and you know you're, how you're going to respond when they come up, then they're not really a surprise. Too much of a surprise. Um, by putting your barriers down on pen and paper, you take away their power. Celebrate your wins. Um, it will not always go the way you want, and that's okay. Stop beating yourself up. Evaluate what went right and what you would improve next time. Each time you do this, it better prepares you for the next level. Living without a vision is similar to living without a purpose. It's essential and a waste of time. It's never too late to start and you're never too old. So I have one last quote. Only those who dare to fail greatly can, can ever achieve greatly. And that is by um, Robert F. Kennedy. So what's your word or goal for So um, you've got this. I believe in you. Hi, Dr. Ninja. You're well. <laughs> Thank you, Nancy. So achieve. Um, I hope that uh, the year is starting good for you guys on whatever you want to achieve in life. So, alright. So I'm gonna turn this music off and say hi to Doctor Ninja Man in the chat real quick. Um, if it's gonna let me, I'm gonna try. Let's see if it'll let me push. It worked. All right. So I have your corny joke. Oh, I have two jokes for you today. These goofy jokes to get you started. Um, why can't you use the words beef stew as a computer password? Scooter? What? Scooter is in the house? Scooter, I'm going to say it over again. Why can't you use the words beef stew as a computer password? Huh, anybody? Oh, I'm so happy to see you. And I just saw that you guys are coming on tonight. Is it tonight you're coming on with special guest, Slightly Serious? Because I haven't seen you guys on at night for a long time. 
So I want to make sure I'm saying the right thing. Anyway, the answer to the um, the goofy question, the goofy joke is, um, why can't you use beef stew as a computer password? It's not strong enough. You know, it's not strong enough. Boom, boom, boom. Got it? <laughs> I know. I told you that they were goofy. Um, yes, tonight. Okay, awesome. Yes, tonight. And like I said before, if you're not following um, BP's Podbean Podcast Nation, I always have to say it slow. Um, because I don't always get notifications from Podbean itself. And so if you're following them on Facebook, um, hopefully you can get some notification there, um, that they're going to be on. So yeah. All right. I have one more, um, corny joke for you. Of course, BP, of course. Why did the, whoa, what did the alien say to the cats? Take me to your leader, leader, you know, litter, litter, take me to your <laughs> If I say it right. Oh my God. <laughs> oh geez. All right. I need to learn where my, all my sound effects are too. So I can have, um, me laugh at my own jokes. <laughs> um, oh, I'm just like, they're not even working, but they are working a little bit, but all right. I already talked to you about connecting through movies and soundtracks coming back tomorrow. We just talked about BP's pod bean podcast nation. And we talked about scooter being on tonight. Awesome. Um, so I watched this documentary about, uh, what do they call them? Mole people, mole people in under Vegas. I actually heard it on, um, I heard a radio station kind of this lady saying that she saw this, one of these documentaries. <laughs> and uh, I, I know crazy, I know it was just like went crazy and went it saying hi to you. Um, and so I asked my um, friend, Bam Bam, I knew he would know, know about this. And the way that she, because the way she described it, she says it's like um, Mad Max under tunnels, um, people living under the, under the tunnels, in the tunnels, underground in Vegas. And sure enough, he's like, yep, I've seen these. And he, he shot me a bunch of documentaries and I watched some of them and, um, they're crazy, but it's now that I think about it, it's not only Vegas because when I went back to California, um, for my mom's memorial, my friend who I was staying with told me that, they have, um, they're, they're doing the same thing out there. Like they go, they get the, the, the manholes and they open them up and they go under the tunnels. But in Vegas, um, it's all of these, the waterways and then the service tunnels for, or they used to be service tunnels for, um, the hotels where, uh, they can take things up into, um, they no longer do because these people live under there. And the different tunnels are for different drug users too. Some of them are friendlier than the other ones. Some of them are heroin users. Other ones are more um, families living together. Some of them, it's like they have their own little um, apartment underneath, underneath in the, in the sewer system, in the water. And then they said that every once in a while, um, the city uh, opens the, the floodgates 
and it floods them all. And you don't hear about any of this stuff. You know, you don't hear about any of it and that people get killed because they're underneath their sleeping. And then all of a sudden they get killed with water. I mean, and I'm thinking, well, what happens to um, the movie um, Judge Dredd has people living under the city? Yeah. And it was crazy. It, I mean, there's all the rumors about the tunnels out um, under our DIA, Denver International Airport, but it's not like the homeless people here. I mean, I've heard <clears throat> that there's uh, cities kind of prepared for the doom and gloom and for all the high politicians and stuff to escape to. That That's the rumors I've heard. Now, I haven't researched any of that. That's just hearsay. But yeah, these ones... They went down and um, the two guys that were doing, um, there's a tunnel uh, synagogue in New York that got shut down this week. Little right what broke out. And, and you know what? I didn't even get into the New York one because he did. He sent me a documentary on the people that live in New York too. And I didn't even get to look at that one. I just went down this, um, this rabbit hole when I was watching this one in Vegas. Oh, was that a, um, Chris, did you hit it by accident? Um, so anyway, but so there was riots, huh? Ugh. But anyway, you think about it, if they have access to get in there, it's kind of a safe place to, from the elements, I guess, um, safe around other people, not so much. I mean, it's kind of like they, and no, no, it's okay. Um, they were saying like, there's little, there, there's, they have um, upper hierarchy. I don't know if you would call them mayor, mayors or governors or what you would call them that have been down there for, some of these people have been down there for nine years. This isn't something that's new. It's been going on for some time. And um, they're, Flaglins? Flaglins? That's me pronouncing stuff. Anyway, it was crazy. So you don't go down there. You're just like, Dina Joe going to go down there and talk to people. No, it's dangerous. They said that you, you go, they, these two guys went with um, this nonprofit organization that goes down there and tries to get these people out of there. We try to get them out of there and try to get them the help they need because almost every single one of them is on drugs of some sort. Um, almost every single one of them is. And they seem, and it's so sad, you know, it was sad to me when there was a, a war veteran down there in his, um, not in his little, in his wheelchair, you know, and his little, in his scooter. And I'm thinking, God, this is somebody who fought for our freedoms. You know what I mean? And he's living underground because, and some of them, you know, some of them don't want the help that they need. And um, addiction is hard. It's a hard thing to try to grasp, to get out of. And even one of the guys that they talked to was saying that the, that, that was the reason he was down there was because because of addiction, but he's been down there so long. He said that he's fought the heroin addiction. He's no longer on heroin, but his family doesn't want to have anything to do with him. And he can't, you can't find a place to live, blah, you know, all this other stuff. So now that's his choice. He lives under there. And so it just was crazy. And then they were talking about um, the rumors that supposedly 
um, further in the tunnels where these people didn't go, um, there are mole people. And that's why they were calling them mole people that further in, the darker it gets, they said that there are people and they actually live in um, like little nests. Because the lady was saying, yeah, they have nests like birds do. They don't live like us and they're, and they, they don't see the light of day. So they can't like they're really pale and, and, and they're taller and this and that. And I was like, what? I don't know if I believe in all that, but maybe <laughs> that's what they see when they're on drugs. I don't know. I mean, it was pretty dark in there. And um, the second one that came on after that, it was another group a guys that were going down there and giving them food. And um, they actually, you could hear something happening and then people screaming, water, water, water. And then they just start running like, ah, they think that they're going to get flooded out because um, they think the city is opening the, the tunnels, but it ended up being something else. But yeah, all of a sudden he's standing out and this manhole, all of a sudden you see this woman pop up out of the ground and he goes, wait, did you just see that lady come out of the ground? And they went over there and there was a manhole and that was one of the ways that they get in and out. So yeah, crazy. Um, if you're interested in watching uh, what our world um what's hidden underneath our world and what's going on. It's kind of sad to me. And then it, I'm, I'm only going to say a little bit and then I'm going to leave it to more political shows, but it's sad to me that we have so many people coming across into America, right? There used to be a process. There was a process that it meant something. You went to school, you went through all whatever you did you got, you, you went and you, you know, whatever state you were in, you went to the class and you did all that stuff. And now they're just letting people in and they're giving them hotel rooms, telephones, all these different things. And we have these people that desperately need help. And I know here in Colorado, they've cut like, uh, mental health, you know, the mental health part of it where, um, these people need that help. They've cut it off and they have no, they don't get any help, none of that. And it just makes me sad that we have so many people in our own country that need help. And then well, again, when I saw that veteran in there, it just makes me, it's something's not right. The system isn't right. It's not working. It's not working. And there's gotta be a way to fix it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is because I, I don't think that, giving money to people that have um, drug addiction or alcohol addiction um, is going to help them. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what, the, I don't know what the answer is, but something needs to change. And I wish we knew what it was, but man, dang, we need to get on our knees and pray. That's one thing I think. I know I was reading something about Abraham Lincoln and they were talking about during his times in the Civil War and stuff and how he would call the country to prayer. And um, they don't do that anymore. That's like a, you can't say that word. Don't say that word. <laughs> you'll get, you'll get axed if you say that word. Don't say that word. So yeah, it's pretty sad. Anyway, on to um, lighter notes um, before I get into some music about Colorado. Um, I have no idea 
why banana pudding keeps coming across all my darn feeds. I don't particularly like banana pudding, but <laughs> it keeps popping up everywhere. There's banana pudding, banana pudding. And some of these look really darn good. So I don't know. I might have to try to make some banana pudding <laughs> because it keeps coming in my everywhere I look. I've never clicked on one. I mean, sometimes if you Google search, you know, then all of a sudden you get all these feeds for whatever you search. I haven't searched banana pudding or anything, but it is popping up everywhere. Um, oh, here's a little warning. Um, supposedly, Costco has a uh, new food item and it's a big, huge, big, huge chocolate chip cookie. Um, but it's causing tummy troubles. <laughs> it's causing tummy. It, it, it's one of the um, comments called it tummy achy juice. And it's really big. And these are some of it calling it 10 for 10 in taste one for 10 in tummy aching juice. Um, the responses rolled in both. Um, it said my wife felt the same way last night after inhaling three fourths of it in the car. I mean, this thing is huge. And, um, it might be cause the, it might be the cause of the stomach problems they keep saying. And they said, well, yeah, maybe because, the one, the cookie itself has, um, let's see, that usually happens when you consume, oh, 750 calories. Oh, wait, 750 calories is 750 to 800 calories. I guess it can maybe differ a little bit depending on the size of the cookie. Um, it says that each cookie has eight tablespoons of butter in it. Um, and so yeah, that in a, in a ton of sugar. So that's probably, hi, bam, bam. That's probably the reason why you're getting tummy troubles if you're eating that cookie because there's a ton of butter and a ton of sugar. So um, I thought maybe like they were having poopy problems and I was waiting for them to show a picture of the cookie. Like, is it a certain brand? Because I certainly don't want to buy these cookies and be like, oh, I'm going to have a bite of one of these cookies and then have to run to the bathroom. No, it's from the food court. So, oh, you just missed me talking about the um, mole people too, Bam Bam. And then um, Yancey was saying that um, in yesterday, I, I didn't get a chance to watch the New York one because I was too busy watching the Vegas ones. He was saying that in New York, um, let's see, there was a tunnel at the synagogue in New York City that got shut down this week. Um, a, a riot broke out because the New York police were trying to fill it with concrete. So crazy. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Scooter back to the, back to the cookie. Yeah, I know. I was like, Ooh, that, um, eight tablespoons isn't a lot of butter. It's I know it's just one stick. I put a stick of butter in a one cookie. <laughs> That's a lot of butter for one cookie. Um, cause normally I don't even think you use a whole stick of butter in a whole batter of cookies. <laughs> oh, I use two sticks in my recipe. Oh, yours are extra, extra fudgy. <laughs> yours are extra fudgy. Good. Huh? <laughs> Yum. I want some of yours. I, I, I mean, I don't know. These cookies are huge. So I couldn't even, well, just beware. Be forewarned. If you're going to go eat a Costco cookie, maybe eat it at home. 
<laughs> in your in the comforts of your own home when you're close to a potty <laughs> somewhere where you can go to the bathroom are they like a giant oh i haven't seen walmart cookies what walmart cookies what what walmart cookies are you speaking of scooter like a like my walmart has a subway like a subway cookie i didn't know oh like in their in their bakery now I'm going to have to look and see. I, it's big. It's pretty big. It's like the, um, they were describing it as the size, the palm of, palm of your hand isn't that big. It's got to be bigger than the palm of your hand. I don't know, but I don't, I'm not going to go buy one. The cookies you can get for your birthday. Oh, no, it's not that big. It's not that big at all. Uh-uh. Maybe the size of a, maybe the size of my hand, maybe. They're pretty big, but they're not that big. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, oh, and on Monday, I was telling you guys about the Oreo Betty Crocker, but I couldn't find the the link. I found it, and I'll post it on the Dina Joe Facebook um, podcast Facebook page. It's um, their mixes. One is a lava cake mix. One is a chocolate cake mix. One is a white chocolate cake mix. One is a brownie mix. And then they have um, the frosting flavored cream filling to go, to go with it. So those are um, out at the stores and they're probably already at Walmart. You know, oh, uh, oh, did you, did you go look at it? Look at it. Yeah. It's not giant like, um, like those birthday cookies, but I guess for ones that they would sell normally, they're saying they're huge. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Scooter. How about, you know what? I dare you. Why don't you get one? And then you tell us on air what happens. If your tummy starts grumbling <laughs> and starts making all kinds of noise and stuff, a stick of butter is way too much. <laughs> now it might just slide on out of you. You never know. <laughs> um, all right. So I have um, a playlist for y'all today and it is, um, songs, whether the songs are about heartbreak in the mountains, drinking under the big blue sky, or finding love in the sleepy mountain town, it's clear that many artists have sentimental feelings about the centennial state. And um, their artists are either um, in this are either from Colorado or the songs are about Colorado. So that's the list I have for you today. Uh, I don't trust their, oh, you don't trust their bakers? Uh-oh, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know what you know, because then I won't want to buy anything from their bakery ever again. <laughs> and I kind of like Costco bakery. I don't even want to know. That makes me sad. I'm thinking, oh no, what does he know? What horrible thing does he know about the bakers there? Oh geez. All right. So let's get to the list. The first one I have is Rocky Mountain High, um, John Denver. A little bit about the song, Rocky Mountain High was primarily inspired by John Denver's move to Aspen, Colorado, three years before writing, um, hit, writing and by his love of the state. The seventh stanza makes a reference to the destruction of mountains beauty by commercial tourism. The song was considered a major piece of 1970s pop culture and became a well associated piece of Colorado history. The song briefly became controversial that year when um, the U.S. Federal Communications Commission was permitted by legal rules to censor music deemed to promote drug 
abuse. <laughs> oh my gosh. Numerous radio stations cautiously banned it until Denver publicly explained that the high he was innocently describing was a sense of peace he found in the Rockies. In 1985, Denver testified before Congress in the, with the Parents Music Resource Center hearings about his experience. And, you know, it was all about, he went up there to see, he saw a meteor shower and all this stuff. And that's what the song was about. And they were taking it as um, drug use. So anyway, here is John Denver, Rocky Mountain High. It's been really slow, really slow. Try this again. Hmm. Sorry, guys. I'm not sure what's going on with my Amazon. Why it's not wanting to play my, um, let me, it just keeps spinning, rocking out and high. It's not wanting to play it. Aw, dang. Here, I'm just going to go out of it and try to get back in. Wow. Okay. Damn you, Amazon. Okay, guys, sorry. Um, it is, uh, I'm going to have to start this tablet all over again because I'm not sure why it's not. Now it's stuck on um, John Denver trying to pull it up and it's not bringing it up. Okay, try this over again. Man, this is frustrating when things like this happen. You know, I have nobody to talk to <laughs> with it. Ah, let's see. I'm going to. And it's still showing it's not on, but it's on. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know why it's doing that because it's showing it's still spinning. Oh, my word. And it's not even letting me get past John Denver now. I can't even get into my library um, to try to play a different song for you. Um, Amazon has been having issues with that the last couple of days. Yay, fun. Um, yeah, it's just spinning. I was listening to it earlier, so I'm going to try to shut it off and um, bring it back up again. And I need to get one of those little boards so then I can probably play it off my computer if this was to happen. Again, actually, while that's coming up, let me see if I can bring it up on this. I apologize, you guys. Bear with me. <laughs> okay it's coming up on well i don't want to speak to you soon here we go 
<laughs> this is really sucking big time. I apologize, you guys. Hi, Peter. How are you? I'm, I'm having some musical problems real quick. Um, tell Bam Bam to stop texting you. <laughs> I know. Um, Oh, actually, that was you, Mr. Beans and Weenies. <laughs> that was, well, you didn't text me, but it was something you posted, um, it looks like, on Facebook. Um, <laughs> I know, I didn't turn that down either, because I'm trying to see if it could bring it up on my phone, um, Amazon, uh, the playlist, and it's starting to come up, but of course, it doesn't have the playlist that I'm looking for. Why? <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> Let's see. Bam. All right. There we go. <laughs> Yay. Thanks, guys, for sticking with me. I got some alpaca socks for Christmas. They are so warm and comfortable. Because little alpacas have some nice, uh, what do you call it? Is it wool? Now it's like 
fiber. Okay, thank you. So after years as an unofficial anthem for Colorado, on May 12, 2007, the Colorado General Assembly made Rocky Mountain High one of two official state songs, sharing the honor with Where Are the Columbines Grow? So that's John Denver, Rocky Mountain High, off the album Rocky Mountain High, 1972. It charted nine in the U.S. and number two in Canada. You would think it would be uh, higher in U.S., but I guess not. All right. Yeah. Um, so fiber. Yeah, it is. It seems um, that it's uh, it's not as itchy as wool, um, the alpaca. Hi, Mike. Um, fiber. And it's super soft. And these socks are so they're not like really thick and thick, thick, thick. They're just I don't know how to explain it. They're so comfortable. Um, yeah, I got some for Christmas. I love them. All right. So my next song um, about Colorado, I don't have a lot about it, but it's called Crystal Colorado. And it's by Alpha Rev. Um, this song is about the beauty of Colorado and it has strong themes for drug use. It's probably why I don't have a lot about it. In the lyrics, Alpha Rev sings about wanting to be saved and coming down from the high. The narrator wants to be better and find a hard to hold, but doesn't know if there's any way to get better. So here is Alpha Rev, um, Crystal Colorado. Oh, is he going to do it again? Oh, played. Good. Oh, I guess his band was formed in 2005. Why it's acting weird. I've never heard these guys before, but I kind of like the beat of this song. This morning, Ram Bam. 
I gotta look into them and see if I would like the rest of their stuff. That is Alpha Rav off the album Bloom in 2013, Crystal, Colorado. All right, we're gonna move on to the next song that I have, um, Rocky Mountain Way, Joe Walsh. So, um, Joe Walsh was involved in the rock band James Gang, but left to pursue a solo career. He wrote this song about how he needed a break from music and found peace and happiness in Colorado. With this song, he started firing again and singing about re-entering the music scene. In some ways, the song is a rocked up version of John Denver's Rocky Mountain High, which was released the previous year. Both songs use the famous Rocky Mountains as the focal point in the virtues of Colorado. Here is Joe Walsh, Rocky Mountain Way. Hi, Bella. How are you? Welcome. Happy hump day to you. Middle of the week. We're getting uh, really cold weather, and I just got to notice we're under blizzard conditions. Not yet. <laughs> They're coming. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about, Peter. I know it's supposed to be super, super cold. Um, uh, like minus. Some people are saying minus anywhere from minus one to minus fifteen. So who knows? And I heard light snow, but I just got a warning from Amazon telling me that there's a blizzard coming. Who knows? Thank you. 
Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about, Peter. I show a little bit of snow maybe tomorrow. It might be because of the wind that they're saying, Blizz, you know, because the wind will blow it around like it did the other day and you couldn't see. <laughs> There's a blizzard at Dairy Queen. Run! <laughs> You're too funny. <laughs> All right, that is a little bit of Rocky Mountain Way, Joe Walsh, off the album, 1970. Oh, the album, The Smoker You Drink, The Player You Get, 1973. It charted 23 in the U.S. and 31 in Canada, Joe Walsh. Okay, we're going to move on to, um, this song is fun, Get Out of Denver by Bob Seger. Um, this upbeat and playful song is about a couple on the on the run from the cops. Um, it says fun from the cops, but it should be run. The song doesn't spe um, specify what crime they committed, but details a thrilling journey as they try to evade the police and make it out of Denver without being caught. Unfortunately, they are caught by a state trooper just before leaving Colorado. Here is Bob Seger, Get Out of Denver. Oh, that is great quote. It might be the blizzard, Peter. It knocked you right out of here, huh? <laughs> is a bit of Bob Seger's Get Out of Denver. This is the live version, um, live in Detroit in 1975. But you can find it off the album 7 from 1974. It charted number 80 in the U.S. 
That's a fine song. Um, all right. So the next band, I love these guys style. Oh, like it. They're Midland, um, is the band. The song is altitude adjustment, a little color, um, country song. Um, the meaningful song is about needing space from people and wanting to be high up in the mountains where the air is clean and nobody needs anything from you. It praises Colorado for um, not being busy and crowded like all the big cities in the U.S. Well, that might have been in 2017, not anymore, making it um, the most beautiful place to center yourself and find happiness. Here is Midland um, uh, Altitude Adjustment. I need an altitude adjustment Get higher and higher until I feel nothing Feel my neck get clean love I need an altitude adjustment Jammed up again in the music city Damn, I'm gonna sit here and watch your ditties I'm packing up my six green dreams Thank you, Mike. Welcome, T and F F M Deb. Welcome. The singer of this band, um, Y Stratch, I think that's how you say his name. Um, he says it references John Denver because if you want to feel good, you put on a John Denver album. If you want to cleanse and lose some of your weariness of the road, head on out to the Rockies and get some fresh air. Go out there fishing or swimming or just go listen to some music and have a good time. Altitude adjustment is about just wanting to get away from the BS, whatever that is. There's a reason people take vacations. They need to change their scenery. So that is Midland Altitude Adjustment off the album On the Rocks 2017. All right, so the next song I have, um, I put in here at the last minute, um, so I don't have anything to talk about it. It's um, You Worry Me, Nat, um, Nathaniel Redcliffe in the Night Sweats. Here they are. And they're from Colorado, so that's why they are in here. 
Sweats off the album Tearing at the Seams 2018. It charted number eight in the US, number one in Canada. You worry me. All right, we're going to move on. Um, things to do in Denver when you're dead. Moms <laughs> by Warren Zeon. Um, one of the darkest songs about Denver, this track by Warren Zeon, is about life and death and what it's like living with a purpose. It shouts out a few places in Denver and makes um, political references to the large homeless population, the good, the bad of the city as parallel to the good and bad of life. Um, again, this is in 1991 and man, things just haven't changed. They kind of just clean up areas and move people from one area to the next. Um, yeah, but it hasn't changed much. Here is Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead, Warren Zeon. And I think, yeah, there was a movie, same name. I call up my friend Leroy on the phone. 
said, buddy, I'm afraid to be alone. Cause I've got some weird ideas in my head. About things to do in Denver when you're dead. the 90s were cool, cruel to Zeon and it was evidenced by this song. Um, things got bad in the 1995 movie of the same name didn't even bother to give him credit for using his song in their movie. Warren Zeon, Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead, off of album I Will Sleep When I'm Dead in 1991. Alright, so we are going to move on to Lucky Denver Mint um, by Jimmy Eat World. Um, Jimmy Eat World is the rock band of the 90s that recorded this catchy pun song that references the coins made at the Denver Mint. Um, the song has um, themes but opens with the narrator saying that they made a wish on the Denver coin even though they don't know what they want. Okay, I've never ever been to the Denver Mint as long as I've lived here. Um, I think the kids went with school, their schools, but I never have. Here's Jimmy Eat World, um, Lucky Denver Mint. Um, there it is. Oh, you did go, Peter, in school? It's not safe down there anymore. In that area. Thank you, Peter. And I didn't know this, but it says that the Denver Mint, there um, were a lot of money in the, is where, of course, a lot of the money in the United States is made, but it says the coins um, made are stamped with a little D on it. 
and are, are rarer than others. In the world of coin collecting, it is often lucky to find a coin from the Denver Mint. All right, that is a little bit of Jimmy World, Lucky Denver Mint, off the album Clarity, 1999. We're going to move on to a little Johnny Cash, You Wild Colorado, is the song. This classic Johnny Cash song is about a man leaving his woman because the relationship is not working. The narrator sings about having and how the relationship is over and there is no point in trying anymore because they are both too wild, like the Colorado. Um, and he's talking about Colorado River. Um, so he hits the road and leaves by driving through the mountain road. So here is Johnny Cash, You Wild Colorado. Raging river, like my woman's lips, you lure me. Pipe piper of the desert. You too, BP. Thank you so much. Get some rest. To the sea, you're the same at noon or midnight, and I'd follow where you go, but you're planning no return. You wild Colorado. If I had no love of life, I'd become part of your flow. But I fear the place you would take me, you wild Colorado. Oh, you wild Thank you, Mike. river, from the fountains of the mountains, you ripple down the valley. Growing wide and swift and deep, with what power you cut your canyons. How long ago, you're as wayward as my woman, you wild Colorado. If I had no love of life, I'd become part of your clothes. But I fear the place you take me, you are Colorado. That is Johnny Cash. Um, that went by really fast. Uh, wild, you wild, Colorado. Off the album Orange Blossom Special. It was in 1965. The next song, um, Big Head Todd and the Monsters, Bittersweet. Um, Big Head Todd and the Monsters are also from Colorado. Um, they are, well, it just talks about the names of the people. Um, they started in 1986. The band was developed as a sizable live following. They, I'm sorry, start over. The band has developed a sizable live following 
following, especially in the mountain states of the United States. The trio had attended Columbine High School. Everybody's heard of that high school. Um, the three began touring clubs in Denver. That's when I knew them, when they were, they just would play at clubs in downtown, um, Fort Collins and Boulder. As Big Head taught in the Monsters in 1987, the band soon built up a following throughout Colorado and the West. They toured extensively throughout the mountain states and West Coast of the United States, and their van dubbed the Colonel, which drove more than 400,000 miles. Here is Bittersweet by Big Head Todd in the Monsters. Sweet, 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 sweet
Again, not as big head Todd and the Monsters. Bittersweet off the album Sister Sweetly in 1993. A hometown band. All right, we're going to move on to um, Chevy Chase. <laughs> yes, Chevy Chase sings a song, Colorado. Um, it's well, sort of. The song is a parody of John Denver's music, capturing the folksy um, sounds and story lyrics. However, it's a silly song with funny lyrics that may surprise you when you listen and make you laugh. He sings about freezing cold weather and drug prevalence in um, being pre pre prevalent in Denver. Here he is, Chevy Chase, Colorado. Stuck in this old city now, where living ain't no fun. Where stealing glass and concrete cancel out the wind and sun. And I'm thinking of last winter now, when we walked hand in hand in the trails of the Colorado Rockies. The wind sang us a lullaby, the snow was thick as cream, and icicles were chandeliers like crystals in a dream, and the streams were strips of diamonds, and the hills were white as snow, and the bear ate all our soybeans in the night. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. From her hillsides and her rivers and her mesas and her trees. When blizzards snap the power lines and all the toilets freeze in December in the Colorado Rockies. We had time and space and freedom. We had love and peace to spare. Though we ran out of things to smoke, say indeed and where. All right. That's enough of Chevy Chase and Toilets Freezing. That is um, Colorado off the album um, National Lampoon Lemons. 1978. All right. Um, this next band, I kind of like them. Hillbilly Hellcats. Um, the song is I'm Leaving Colorado. While many songs on this list are about how beautiful and peaceful Colorado is, this song is about how cold and brutal the mountain state can be. 
Colorado is known for its freezing winters with plenty of snow. And in this song, the narrator sings about being down, um, done with being cold and how they're going to go to Hawaii and sip some night ties on the beach. Um, I could go for that. Um, here is I'm Leaving Colorado, the Hillbilly Hellcats. Me too, Peter. I get too cold too easy. Hellcats, and that's off the album Early Days, Days as in D A Z E, 1998. I'm leaving Colorado. I like that song. Um, all right, the next one we're gonna move on to Colorado, another Colorado by Melky Chance. Um, this dance song by Melky Chance is fun and upbeat. The lyrics talk about how um, the narrator is going through a breakup. And to cope with the sadness and anger, they smoke a lot and get super high and compare the state to Colorado's elevation cleverly. Okay, so here is Colorado Milky Chance. Try to push away the sorrow, but today it's too late. I'll try tomorrow. I think we met the kind of means. You just replaced me in the scenes. I put the meat in the green, like you never had the dreams. Never been on the TV, stretch me on the CV, out of your mind, out of your mind. Never been so uneasy, just you got me freaky, out of your mind. So I get out of Colorado. Too late, it's too late, I'll 
Chance, Colorado, off the album Trip Tape in 2021. Um, it charted number four in the U.S. and number eight in Canada. Colorado, Milky Chance. All right, we're going to move on to um, some Dirks Bentley, um, Goodbye and Telluride. Um, he lived here. He just moved back, I think, a couple years ago. He moved back to Tennessee. Oh, oh Sorry. Um, he just moved back to Tennessee, but he, his wife's family was out there and he moved back for his wife, but he, they loved it out here. In fact, he had a, um, music festival and I don't know if he's still going to continue to do it in the summer times. They had like a big camping music festival, um, out here. Um, so goodbye and tell you ride. This heartbreaking song is about the impending breakup. The narrator knows something isn't right with his lover, but he hopes. Um, she won't end things while they're in Telluride, one of the most beautiful cities in Colorado. He says he can, can say goodbye to um, New York, Cali, and Tennessee, and anywhere except for the gorgeous Telluride. Here he is. Goodbye to Colorado. Turks Bentley. Baby, you ain't gotta wait forever. Oh, this is Dirk Spentley. If you're thinking that we shouldn't be together. This one or the one before, Mike? This one's Dirk Spentley. Oh, the one before. Um uh, 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 Milky Chance, Colorado. Close. Milky chance. Cause you'll look at those snow-capped mountains You won't look into my eyes You'll in a text letter, yeah, in a letter You can leave on my pillowcase 
You can wreck me back in Tennessee Anywhere but this place Say it's over, over on the west coast Somewhere in the middle of the city so Bentley wrote 10 of the 13 songs on this album um, were written um, in Colorado um, at the studio in the clouds <laughs> in Telluride in 2017. So that is a little bit of Goodbye in Telluride. Dirk's Bentley. The album is The Mountain. <clears throat> I'm going to move on because I'm going to play a little bit of these last couple songs. Um, this next one, Good Life by One Republic. Um, they are another Colorado band. Um, this catchy One Republic song is about living the good life and moving around the world. The narrator talks about going to some of the favorite places like London, Paris, China, and of course, Colorado. It's only a quick shout out, but the list alongside the major cities mentioned in this song. It's quite a compliment to Colorado. And again, they're from Colorado. Um, and I can't remember, Teddy something is his name, and he writes songs for everybody. Um, so here is Good Life, One Republic. Found myself in the city with Piccadilly. Don't really know how I got here. I got some pictures on my phone. Two names and numbers that I don't know. I guess the place is like Abbey Road. And I got to do whatever we want. Young enough to say, Oh, this is gonna be a good luck. This is gonna be a good luck. This is gonna be a good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Say, Oh, My friends in New York to say hello. My friends in LA, they don't know. When we played for the past two years, so to China, to Colorado. Sometimes the airplanes can't jump out. Sometimes it's bullshit that don't work now. We've got a story, but please tell me what's there to complain about. When you're happy like a fool, let it take it over. Let me think it's loud. You gotta take it in. Isn't it funny how songs, um, this song reminds me, um, the first time I heard it was when I went back to California and I was driving on the freeway out there. I totally remember every time I hear it. I, Picture myself in that charger because it was a charger renter. The renter car was a charger and <laughs> driving on the highway. Mm -hmm. 
something like there might be something wrong with this hopelessly. Hopelessly, I'm taking a mental picture of you now. is The Good Life, Good Life by One Republic off the album Waking Up 2010, charted eight in the U.S. and five in Canada. All right, I um, need to play this last song. Um, it's America the Beautiful. The one I'm going to play is by Ray Charles. Um, let's see, a little bit about this song. Among other places, this was inspired um, by Pikes Peak, uh, where the writer Kathleen Bates went to college in Colorado Springs, which is why the Springs has America the Beautiful Park in Colorado Springs. Um, Bates um, recalled just before her death in 1929, one day some of the other teachers and I decided to go on a trip to 14,000 foot Pikes Peak. And if you have never driven up that road, it is scary oh my gosh i went up there in a like a, a four-wheel drive car and it just looks like you're gonna fall over the edge it just scared the crap out of me um they hired a prairie wagon near the top um we had to leave the wagon and go the rest of the way on mules i was very tired but when i saw the view i felt great joy all the wonders of america seemed displayed there she continued we stood at last on the gates of heaven heaven's summit hollowed by the worship of the perished races and gazed into the worldless rapture over a far um, expanse. It then and there, as I was looking out over the sea-like expansion of fertile country spreading away so far under those ample skies that the opening lines of the hymn floated to my mind. So um, that's a little bit about the song. This is Ray Charles' rendition of America the Beautiful.
America the Beautiful, Ray Charles about uh, Pikes Peak. Um, again, if you can look at P Pikes Peak Hill Climb, um, I didn't go, but my uh, Aaron's brother had gone a few times with um, his dad. And like I said, we went up there, we drove up there once in this four wheel drive camper in, oh my gosh, it's, I, I literally, it scared me half to death. But these hill climbs, these racers that drive their cars up there, um, I think, I don't know how many, there hasn't, some people have died through that race, falling over, falling over the cliff when they're racing down this hill. But um, I don't think recently, could be a mistake, and it's been a while. Anyway, thanks guys um, for sticking with me <laughs> when the music wasn't working um, and coming on. I really do appreciate all of your help um, and being with me um, and supporting me. It means a lot um, to me. So I'm going to leave you like I always leave you. If I can find my sound effect, here it is. 
be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. Be safe out there, you guys. Um, it's just a crazy place we live in, and the weather is crazy everywhere. So just be safe if you're driving out. Um, and it's treacherous. I know, Bam Bam, where you are, it's raining pretty bad, they said. And the rain has nowhere to go. So um, because the, the ground is frozen and the rain has nowhere to go. So be careful out there. Um, all right. I love you guys. Have a good rest of your day. See you on, oh, tomorrow. Connecting through tomorrow connecting through movies and their soundtracks we're back walk the line we'll be doing that seven o'clock mountain standard time Bye.